Hi, I'm Violet Hurst, and this is my new album, Donegal. You've been releasing music since 2019. What's it like looking back on those releases, and what do you think are the biggest differences in the way your new album came together in comparison? I think... With these songs and this album, I actually back it. <laughs> I actually believe in it. Not that I didn't believe any in anything else I've done. I probably actually believed in that more so than ever had. But it just took too long for me. And this maybe in the last year I moved up here, up to Tamaki Makoto. And maybe I decided to look at my music a bit differently. And really embrace it a bit more. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. has this album been in the works? The first song I wrote would have been in the lockdown. And Okay, so yeah, maybe it was born three years ago, but we recorded it at the start of 2022. So since then it's been, yeah, I guess like 18 months. I had just left Wellington, I moved home, and within that time I just had that time and space to like, dedicate a week to recording and then months and months and months of thinking. I think I was sure that in doing my first album that it would be kind of an acoustic guitar album. Um, I see myself as a singer-songwriter. Love Aldous Harding. I was thinking of her first record and I was like, oh, well, that first record was guitars. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I think I was kind of thinking just about a lot of my influences and yeah, I just wanted it to be simple. I'd also spent that year just writing a lot on acoustic, on, on guitar. Um, and it was almost a way to filter all of this out in order to, maybe I was, I was starting to play the keys more. I was starting to write a, bit, a lot more synth songs. And I knew that was the next thing I wanted to lean into. And so this was kind of the filtering, I think. It's like, get this out of the way. Also, the album came about because I discovered Dee Stevens' music who is the guitarist of Marlon's Dreaming. And I fell in love with his like rolling guitar rhythms. And so I really just thought it would be a great 
sparse um, combination. So yeah. was it that you recorded the album and did you bring in anyone to help out? Dee Stevens, yes. Um, so he produced and engineered the album and we recorded it January 2022 in Cromwell in my mum's house uh, on Donegal Street and she always calls it the Donegal House and we drive from, she lives in Queenstown, drive over the um, gorge and there and it was just me Dee and my friend Reuben Scott and Reuben and I met in high school he came to Wakatipu High School the second to last year and yep yeah, and we kind of collaborated slowly throughout school and whilst in university and wrote some songs together and the second half of that album is pretty much the four songs yeah from sessions that we did together and so I knew I wanted to put those I knew I wanted to make a record of those and yeah it was mid 2021 I sent D an email and met up with him and just kind of went from there but yeah it was just the three of us and we all kind of played a bit of everything and just made it into one nice vessel The tracklist kind of came from playing live heaps actually and it was the first half was pretty much was like the set that it was just how we would always play it. This was the year I was playing a lot in Wellington and with Phoebe Johnson and Hikarangi on the drums and we played as a trio and yeah they just fat really well together they just blended into each other but for me Oh Honey is the it's just me and guitar and actually we, we recorded that live so just with one mic and then it's just some other backing vocals and then some sonic recordings but yeah I think it, it kind of slowly it, it had to build up from there it's also an incomplete song to me it's not doesn't really have a structure or chorus or it has none of that it's just um a little melody repeated a couple times and maybe it just sets the scene and it kind of paves the paves the grass and it has the line um these wounds quiet the room that's the last line and I do think that kind of shuts everything up and invites you in to be like oh okay (laughs) all right what's going on but um yeah my heart is Oh, hi. 
like my child <laughs> I think there's always that there's always a song that feels like that I think this is just one of those songs that whenever I'm writing a song I think of it this and I think how did I write it because it's so potent to me and it's the one that always evokes the most emotion out of me and yet it feels so simple and it felt like when I was writing it it was also so simple and easy um but I just remember writing it. I was living on the sea lion boat for like a week in Wellington, which was this anarchist boat. It was weird. Um, if you Google it, you'll you'll find some things about it. But I was just living on that boat, like unemployed. And I just remember being in yearning and writing that melody on the guitar and then repeating it in my head the whole night while I was in bed so I wouldn't forget it. And... um I really like when you have to challenge yourself to do that because you think it's so, because you know, because you think it's worth it. But yeah, it's just, it's just one that really, it always shakes me and it feels very, it's a meditation. And when I, I love to start with that. I love if I'm playing a solo gig, that's how I kind of come to my center and land. And um, it was also when we recorded that song, it was just me, Ruben, and D all playing an acoustic guitar each, um, just to our own rhythms and for five minutes. And it was so nice. D said it was one of the most special musical experiences he'd had. If I could Wouldn't you deny 
alternate ways to pray was always, again, from playing live, a crowd favorite and even a personal favorite. I think I love how the dynamics are so slowly just like rise and lift and it kind of comes to this one swelling point and then it all boils over. As a song, that's one I can always come back to and, and, and back. It's another one that was so easy to write. And I was kind of laughing I was, as I was writing it, like, oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's all about myself and my conflict with uh, wanting to be alone, wanting to be comforted and the, the kind of, I don't know why that's ironic. But, um, yeah, it's just it's one of those ones that's very revealing but also comical at the same time. And it also felt, it's again, I think I've said before, it, it's kind of a song with my mother's advice attached to it. And at the time I was very quiet and I was just listening to her and that really got me through. She wants to be alive, to give herself away.
if this were a vinyl, you'd flip it and then this would be the first song you'd hear. And I like that because it's the first song with a synthesizer. It's also the one that I produced and like recorded all the vocals myself in the lockdown. And we kept all those original recordings. Yeah, I think it's it's quite different. And, and it does mark the beginning of the songs that we wouldn't really play live because either Ruben's on them or I never completely caught them in a live capacity. Maybe there's more to the production. But Dissolve Like Salt, I think it feels like my, my R&B ballad a little bit. And it's definitely more of like um, on the line of the newer thing, the newer things I'm writing.
Please write home. Feels like a daydream to me. Feels like a holiday to me. And yeah, it's probably one that I will listen to the most and just kind of um, feel like what I sing of, feel like the wind and the breeze. I, different, I wrote it in the summertime. I wrote it like after a festival. And it felt like driving through the sunset or driving through like golden curtains. If you wanna, I don't know. I don't know if it'll live up to that. But um, what I, I think, what I love about this one and like Brave Me is not necessarily like the love or the moment they're attached to, but it's the feeling that I constantly come back to in those spaces, and it's just, it just feels quite beautiful and honest to me, and it, it just feels like who I am. I'm quite a confessional person and I have been waiting in the wings for you is such a kind of <laughs> confessional feeling and I like that. I, I feel like I can keep returning to that throughout my life.
it, in a way, it feels a similar standard to the first song. It doesn't feel like a whole song to me. It's kind of got this intro and then maybe a, a bridge and then an outro, but it's actually the most groovy song on the album, I think. There's, yeah, it ends with this groove that sounds like, and it also ends with a fade, and that sounds like kind of riding off into the sunset. But I think also that it's got the keys on it, and it's got those that synthy sound, and, and more of a groove to it, a band, that it's a nice premonition of what's to come on the next thing. And I think, yeah, I think that's where it kind of felt right. And it's kind of nice after all those songs about, like, I don't know, love or loss or self-confusion to end with, um, I say, losing days as if they're holy and counting sleep as if I'm dreaming. And I wrote it really quick with Ruben. We wrote it together. And, yeah, it's just one of those one of those easy, simple ways of songs that explains how I, how you always feel. And 